Hey everybody and welcome to a quickie edition of Coach's Corner where you got me just talking to you about something that I notice a lot of people are asking about lately. And the subject of today's Coach's Corner is going to be decision making. I've been getting a lot of Instagram messages and you can follow me on Instagram, Christine Hassler, or on Facebook or just general questions from clients or people I've been speaking to about how to make a decision about something. One of the things that I see so many people struggle with is decisions. And you probably heard me say before that limbo is hell. Not making a decision is the worst place we can be in. Of course, there's times when it's not time to make a decision and we need more information. And then the choice is I'm not deciding now. And we have to make that conscious choice to not make a decision. But when we're in the consideration of making a decision, we want to get to a choice as soon as possible because being in limbo, being in that place of waiting around and waiting for the answer and trying to decide takes up so much energy. And so before I give you some tips, I'm going to give you a few tips and then I'm actually going to give you two exercises that you can do. So before I get to all of that, I want to say you can't make the wrong choice you can't make the wrong decision because there really is no right or wrong, really. And I know that that's very hard to wrap your mind around. I get it. I have hung out in limbo about certain decisions in my life, especially big major decisions, for many, many months, sometimes even years. And it's been hell. And what I've learned is that choosing is so much more empowering Because the only way to evaluate whether a decision is right or wrong, and I don't really believe in right or wrong decision-making, it's more about if a choice is aligned or not aligned, and if a choice is taking you in the direction you want to go or not, is to make the choice and then get feedback. The thing about being in paralysis by analysis and being in limbo and being in the back and forth and trying to figure it out with your mind is that you're stuck because you haven't taken an action, because you haven't made a choice, you haven't put into momentum any consequences of that choice. In other words, you're not getting feedback in regards to your decision. So really, you want to choose something as quickly as possible, and then you start to get feedback. You start to get feedback from the universe. You start to get feedback in terms of the way you feel. You start to see what kind of momentum you generate. But the only way to do that is to choose. Okay, so now for a few tips. First of all, this is something I see a lot and guilty as charged, I have totally done this too. If you're running from coach to psychic to astrologer to past life reader to whoever else to get an answer about something like, is this the right relationship or is this the right job? The answer is probably no. I mean, seriously, if you're needing that much validation that it's the right thing or the wrong thing, you already know. And that's what I really want to impart on you. You know, you know, you know. So when there's doubt, that's usually a no. And another way you can evaluate this, and this is another tip, If you're having a conversation with someone, let's say, let's use the relationship example again, and the person says to you, well, maybe you just, maybe it's time to go. Maybe it's time to end the relationship. 
And when they say that, you feel some relief. Yes, you may feel fear and yes, you may feel other things, but if you feel a feeling of relief when someone gives you a piece of advice or suggestion or almost permission, that's more feedback that you already know because any choice that really is in our highest good and that we really want to do on a core level, even if there's hesitation, even if there's fear, even if there's all kinds of other things, we're going to feel some feeling of relief. So that's another big cue. Also, if you're waiting on certainty to come before you make a choice, like you want to be a hundred percent sure you're going to be waiting a really long time. Most of the biggest decisions in my life, I was 51% sure, 49% not sure, but that, that 1% or I guess 2% was enough. And when we're faced with a choice, especially a big choice, there is uncertainty. There is a free fall. That's the essence of making a choice and taking a leap of faith. There's a free fall. So stop waiting on certainty and stop waiting to be a hundred percent sure. The other thing to stop waiting on is for other people to be okay with your decision. You've got to make your decisions for you, make them with truth and love, but not everybody's going to like it. And you also can't be concerned with what everybody else is thinking about you in terms of what will happen when you make the decision. That's another major obstacle that I see people run into when it comes to making a choice. Instead of listening to their own intuition, they're so concerned about how they're going to be perceived or what other people are going to think. It just creates all this noise in their head and they can't hear their own inner voice. And again, you've got to hear your inner voice if you want to make the most aligned choice. The other thing you can't worry about is if people are going to be upset. When my fiance dumped me when I was 25 or 26 years old, I'm sure, because he was a nice guy, I'm sure that he was concerned that I was going to be upset. And I was, I was devastated. I was heartbroken. It was awful, but he had to make the choice that was the best choice for him. And it's still one of the best things that's ever happened to me. So yes, I was upset, but I'd much rather have that upset in the short term than him ending up marrying me when he really didn't want to. So yes, you may make a choice that upsets people, but If you're honoring your truth and you deliver it with as much love and compassion as you can, then their upset is not your responsibility. This isn't a permission slip to just be selfish and to be a jerk, but be self-honoring. Be self-honoring. And sometimes choices may upset people in the short term, but in the long run, you want to be authentic and you want to make the choices that are in the highest good of everyone. And If you're in a situation or a relationship or a job or whatever, where you really don't want to be there, it's not in the highest good of the other people for you to be there either. And finally, one more thing before I get to the exercises. One kind of red flag that you want to watch out for when you're making a choice is if you think the choice is going to create a result that's going to make you feel better. Like if you think making the choice is going to fix some internal problem For example, you're miserable in your job and you think just quitting is going to fix everything and you're going to feel better. That's sort of a spontaneous choice that what you'll discover is wherever you go, there you are. So if you're miserable in your job and you don't feel on purpose or you don't feel passionate about it and then you just quit, you're still going to feel not on purpose and not passionate about it. 
Whereas if you're in a career right now and you've done everything you can to feel purposeful and passionate in your job, you feel purposeful and passionate in other aspects of your life, and you're just kind of like, you know what, this particular job or career path has an expiration date, and I'm going to resign, I'm going to quit, I'm going to go do something else, not because I think I'm immediately going to feel better and quitting is going to be the magic formula, but because this is an aligned choice and I've tried everything, I've done everything I can in this current situation, and so now it's time to choose what's next. You, know, you don't want to make those quick decisions like, I'm just going to move to another country or I'm just going to liquidate my 401k and start a new business. Those spontaneous choices that are sort of those quick fix solutions to a feeling that we don't like or a situation that we don't like. We want to be mindful of those. Okay. So two exercises for you to strengthen your decision-making muscle. Because again, I see too many of us running from person to person to person to person to professional to astrologist to psychic to whoever, asking everybody else for their opinion in terms of what we should do. And the only person that knows best for you is you. Again, the only person that knows best for you is you. Those of you who've been listening to the show for a while, think of how many times people have called in asking my advice for something when really they're just looking for my permission to do what they already know they want to do. So strengthening your decision-making muscle is super important. So here's the exercise. I call it my solo decision-making pledge. For one week, one week, seven days, you make every decision that you encounter solo, meaning you don't consult anybody else. Now, of course, if you work on a team, if you're co-parenting, I mean, there's some decisions that you're going to need to discuss with other people, but I'm talking about those little decisions from everything you should wear to what you should order to, you know, what you should say in a text to someone to just any choice that you're faced with. I want you to stop consulting other people when it's a choice that just comes down to you and you ask just you. Don't text anyone, don't call your mom, don't call your best friend. If you're married, try making some decisions on your own without consulting your spouse. Again, obviously, if it's a choice that impacts both of you, you want to have that discussion, but you guys know the kind of choices I'm talking about. So one week, solo decision-making. The next exercise, and you might have heard me describe this, you, this was also my old opt-in gift on christinehassler.com, so you might have gotten it that way. I have a new gift on christinehassler.com. If you haven't signed up for my emails, definitely go do that. But this is one of my favorite ways to come into clarity about making a decision that I'm struggling with. So, so let me explain it. What you do, let's say that you're deciding between moving to three different cities, Chicago, New York, and Dallas, and you really just don't know which one to choose. You start by getting three blank sheets of paper. On one, you write Chicago. The next, you write New York. The final, you write Dallas. You set those three sheets of paper on the ground. Spread them out a little bit. You step back behind them. You close your eyes. You take a moment to center yourself. You open your eyes just so you can see, and you step on the Chicago sheet of paper. You put both feet on the paper. You close your eyes again, and you just imagine Chicago, and you imagine living there, and you just pay attention to what your body's doing. Is it moving forward? Is it kind of swaying back? Do you feel butterflies in your stomach? How's your breath? What's your breathing like? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? Just notice, just observe. Don't make any decisions, just observe. And then after you have gathered enough information, you step back, you recenter yourself, 
Then you step on the New York paper, do the same thing, pay attention. Then step back, and then finally you step on the Dallas sheet of paper. Do the same thing. Pay attention to your body. Notice what's happening. Then you step back. I promise, I have used this with so many people, and I've used it with so many decisions in my own life. If you do this, your body will tell you. You'll know how it feels to be in that decision. There will be some kind of feedback that you get from your intuition or your body. Maybe on one decision, your body sways way far back. That's usually a no. Or you notice when you're on one, like it's harder to breathe or you get knots in your stomach. That's all feedback. So that's a great way to listen to your intuition, listen to your body because the body always knows. Also separate the decisions out because a lot of times when we're faced with a major decision, We're just trying to figure it out in our head and we're back and forth and pros and cons and we don't give ourselves an opportunity to just stand in one decision and see what that would look like. Because we we think about Chicago for a second and we jump to New York and then then we jump to Dallas and, and we're not fully in just one choice at a time. So doing this paper exercise and taking your time and being fully in one choice at a time will help you get clear. All right, so I hope this has been helpful for you. I always love to hear from you. Hit me up on Instagram or Facebook or comment in the show notes. Let me know this is helpful. If you want me to answer one of your questions or you want to be coached on the podcast, you can email assist at christinehassler.com and Sarah will put you on the wait list. Please indicate whether you want to be coached live or if you want me to answer your question when I do a Coach's Corner answering listener emails. As always, I appreciate your ratings and reviews. You can head over to iTunes, give it a quick uh, five stars are always requested and preferred if you love the show, but give it an honest rating. And if you have an extra minute or two, leave a review as well. It just really helps the show grow. I hope you're having an amazing day. I'm sending you so, so, so much love and many blessings. Until next time, everybody. 